Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the world famous Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the big homie, fantasy Taz, Jim Day, the closer, Chris Ventra. Coming up on the program today, your guess is as good as mine. Telephone number 844-843-6879. You want to get involved with the program as we push towards the AFC and NFC championship games this weekend. The Blood Moon. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the deal with you, Ventra? What's going on with you, my man? How was your evening last night? I'm chilling, you know, doing the damn thing. I played some Fortnite last night, you know. It's the low point of the season, you know, for me. Wait for baseball. Let's start the, getting what, into that. The, oh, God, the baseball for I what? I love baseball, man. I played baseball my whole life. It's hard not to love it. You can't. You, I hear something in, the, in my head. I hear something, too. Is that Jim Day? Jim, are you all right? I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Jim? How you doing? How hey, you doing? doing, guys? Might have been my computer. <laughs> yeah, it could be your computer. That was me. <laughs> so, yeah, baseball's fun, man. Baseball's fun. It's boring to watch. Jim, before you go on about baseball, let me introduce Fancy Tash Jim Day because he can't seem to keep his He loves, yeah. All of a sudden, he's... Get Jim Day's name from underneath me. Jim Day to Fancy Tash. Jim, what up? Hey, guys, how you doing? Happy Wednesday to you guys. Happy yeah, Wednesday. Happy hump, day. happy hump day, bro. So no Cam Newton in 2019. Wow. Wait, is that for sure? Is that a fact? That looks no. that way. Listen, Andrew. No, Luck. no, it's not a fact at all. all right, but okay. Andrew Luck missed a um, missed Yeah, because he had to have the surgery. We're not sure that Newton needs that surgery yet. If he does. He is going to, Jim. If he, takes, if he does that surgery, he's out the whole year? Well, that's what they're saying. There's a possibility that if he has the surgery, they'll keep him out a year if they get the same kind of, you know, thing that they got from Luck that, you know, took taking that extra year, got him fully healthy. Mm-hmm. And that's what they want to do with Cam. But there's no guarantee that's actually going to happen at this point. Right. Mm, that's sad. Or they can go get Nick Foles for a year. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Salvage Jimmy Garoppolo. No. Or they could trade for Garoppolo. Trade, yeah. Trade for a guy that costs that much when you have Cam Newton. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> you know uh, Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't won anything, right? Yeah, but he costs money. Yeah, right? Yes, he did. He, he cost a he lot of money. He's starting money. to look like starting to look like Sam Bradford, collecting no. oh, tons of money for doing nothing. Son, they said your man is a bust. Eventually. No, he ain't a buster. He got hurt. Like, give him a chance to play. If he plays and he plays bad, then we could start bashing him. Let's not bash him for an injury. You yeah, know but it's mean? fun to bash him now. <laughs> now, nah, this Cam Newton so. thing is crazy, though, because if the Panthers lose Cam Newton for a year, more or less that's a year down in a tubes in their season. We lose a fantasy football superstar quarterback for the most part. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I wondered what they would try to do, Ventura, if, if, uh, if they lost Cam. 
They, they just can't go regular backup quarterback. They got to get somebody in there for a year, right? Yeah, that's like giving up on, yeah, exactly. on a season. It's a lost season. So who's their backup now? Like, well, it was. Um... <laughs> Ain't nobody knows. Taylor Heine- Taylor Heineken. Oh yeah, Taylor, Heine- Kyle Taylor, Allen. Taylor Heineken. And, wow. and, yeah. he- and Kyle Allen, who actually did really good in Week 17 against the Saints, had a good game. Yeah, uh, so. you don't want to go the whole season like that, huh? You never know. Uh, again, other guys have come out of nowhere and, and performed. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, yeah, you just can't discount it out of hand. They have a full off season to try these guys out and see what happens. You know, it. Eh. Uh, look, like I said, in, in a Week 17 game against New Orleans, who were sitting most of their players, he did pretty well. Uh, he was poised. He was collected. Had a decent game. So who knows? Yeah, I mean. I would go for, for Foles. Because oh, you got pieces. That, Foles is going to try to get like a big job that he can keep and because mess up. Here's the thing. Right. And that's, exi- well, he's going to try and get a job he can keep. The, the other thing is that the Panthers don't have a lot of cap room, so they're not going to be able to spend a lot of money on a quarterback for one year. So don't be surprised if they go with one of but these what if you, what, do you, what do you do if you're a Carolina Panthers owner and, you know, you got Ron Rivera, right? So. He's been around for a while. He mm-hmm. has it. Riverboat Ron. Riverboat Ron. You know, he, he's had his ups and downs. A lot of them right on cam. You can't, like, Rivera can't afford a lost season. He'll get fired. For, and it's not really his fault if his quarterback, his star quarterback, is out the whole season. So they got to well, do really, something. It really comes down to whether you believe in the guy or not. If you believe in the guy, you're not going to fault him for a bad season because your star quarterback is missing. I hope not. This, yeah, this I hope is not. what the team, you know, team knows what they're getting into at that point. Okay. So I, not, I don't really think Jimmy, that comes you know, down he's to not, I think it might because he's not this owner's coach. So this owner might be like, hmm, now I got a chance to get rid of this dude. Yeah. He's had plenty of chances to get rid of the dude. Hasn't made it yet. Well, he do own a team. He can kind of get rid of him, whatever. He can get rid of him whatever he wants, but I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, but if he, he waits too much longer, there's not too many people left on the planet that know Sean you don't McVay. Have to do him, you don't have to do it. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good one, Jim. Uh, I, I once was Sean McVay's caddy. All right, you're, the, you're, the, you're the OC now. Like, you're QB coach. Yeah, you're the quarterback <laughs> coach now. Promoted. Jesus Christ. From driver. Yeah, like, you know, there's, there's a couple people in the chat room, Lance and stuff, talking about maybe they go get Tyrod Taylor, you know, somebody like that. Well, I like you that. Know, yeah, they can get it for relatively cheap. And, you know, so it, – We'll see. They're definitely going to probably try and do something if Cam misses the whole year. But uh, like I said, with their cap space, don't be surprised if they don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of situations that they got handled over the Carolina Panthers. Their wide receiver group is starting to look real pedestrian. McCaffrey's a beast, don't get me wrong. I don't think Greg Olson is fit uh, to be back next year. Like I, yeah, he won't be back. He's think, already on TV. Yeah, He's I was going to say, Greg Olson was on TV this weekend. Greg Olson going to be in the booth or yeah. in the studio next year. He's done, I think. You got Ian Thomas. I like Ian Thomas. I think Ian Thomas is going to be a trendy tight end pick next yeah. year. Yeah, I think he well, could be. He would have been if Cam was there, if you go with a backup. Uh, yeah, good thinking, Jim. Look, that. look at the big brain on Jim. <laughs> well, yeah, let's see what type of quarterback they get or if they use backups. And if even still, Ian Thomas might be one of those guys like a Kittle from this year who got drafted in the 12th round or something like that, and he ends up having a nice little year for you. That's what you can I get. I agree. I think he'll be valuable. I definitely think that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be interesting. You're going to see everybody grab the big three early, and then it's going to be wondering, you know, where do they go now? How long can you wait to get a, a tight end that even is remotely, you know, a top ten possibility? That'll be interesting in the next year's draft. Breakout tight end next year is going to be O.J. Howard. Oh, it's not. Well, see, he Absolutely was, not. Jim said, oh, well, how's it not, Jim? He said it on BFFs, I remember. Yeah, because Bruce Arians doesn't throw to the 
the tight end very often. But this is a special tight end. It it doesn't matter. It's not a big part of his game plan. He wants to go down the field. He wants to stretch it. And that's why I keep saying I'm pretty sure he's going to do everything in his power to keep Deshaun Jackson, no matter how much Deshaun Jackson doesn't like Winston and wants to get out of Tampa Bay. Arians is going to do everything in his power to keep him because he fits exactly what Arian likes to do. But Howard could go downfield. He could move. For, and I, I get it. it just, yeah. he, it's just not there in the history of Arians. They, and put, especially Jim, when they, they, have they, so they paid a lot fight. of draft stock for him. They could have had Dalvin Cook. But that wasn't Arians who paid that draft stock for him. But the, but the GM and the management and the owners did. Yeah, but the GM yeah, is going to be like, yo, invested. son, we got to play this dude. If, yeah. we, if this dude don't work wait, out, wait, that's do my you ass. Think, do you think at all that Bruce Arians gives a damn what the GM says now that he hired him? Uh, I would think a little no. bit. <laughs> No, not even a little bit. If there's any coach out there that just recently got hired that is going to care less about what the GM has to say once he's in there, it's going to be Bruce Arians because it's his way or the highway. Mm. Jim, I like his way. What's that photo behind you, Jim? That's the New York Giants Super Bowl winning team. Woo! 2011, 2007? 2007, yeah. Seven. 2007. That was the... I get, I would say that's that a better was, team. That was the better team. Well, that team that that that, that was a, what an eight and eight regular season team. Nine and seven, something like Nine that. Seven. Yeah. So the defense played when great. They needed to get hot, Corey. Your yeah. team should take notice of that. We got real hot. That was a great run. Five times for both champions, Jim. <clears throat> you couldn't go through a better <laughs> classic run of teams too. Dallas, Green Bay. Uh, who else did we go through? Hey, oh, no, Corey. You Tampa know what Bay. I say to that comment, Corey? Was that and Elvis Presley has had a ton of number one hits. When he was sure the last has. time? He's still, <laughs> when was the last one? He's still the, the king of rock and roll. Like, I don't know. When, when was the last one, Toby? I don't know when the last. I don't listen to Elvis, Jim. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he had a number one hit since Dallas last one. Wow. 50s. Jim is a hater. <laughs> was that your favorite moment in NFL history? Like, oh, yeah, that first Super Bowl? Yeah. That was the first Super Bowl I've ever seen. The Giants. Yeah, so that yeah. was like. Oh yeah. uh, no, for me it was 1986. That's a, that's the best one I think because that Sims defense was dominant. Best. Yeah. yeah, Lawrence Taylor just ripping apart all the those offenses. linebackers. Peppers. Oh, yeah. Who else was on that? On 1986 that was was a great year. I love that year. Call. call um, I have uh, I have all the New York newspapers from the day after the Super Bowl from that from that. Oh, year. I have the Dallas Morning News from the from the three Cowboys Super Bowls in the 90s. That's cool, Jim. I didn't know you had that. Collect those. You got yeah. yeah, I love that kind of stuff. I, man, I got giant stuff all over the first Call place. Banks was a linebacker <laughs> that was dominant on that team. That team had sick oh, yeah. linebackers, unlike the Giants of today. Yeah, Total really. opposite. <laughs> oh, do, oh, do we want to do a New York Giants? I love talking show? Giants. Huh? Oh, yeah, I love talking Giants football. Why? They're my favorite team, and I love them with, like, all my heart, like a child. <laughs> I love them more than any other team. I love them more than the Yankees. You love the Giants more than the Yankees? Yeah. Who would be on your Mount Rushmore of New York Giants? LT. All right. Um, said LT real quick. LT's number. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah, he's greatest, at the top. Uh, Tiki. Greatest defensive player in the history of the game. Tiki. I would throw Tiki up there, yeah. I took Tiki in there, too. Tiki. Yeah. Oh, wait, great, I said Mount Rushmore career. of New York Giants. Yes. Now, Jimmy, I'll give you, you come from a different era, so I'll give you your chance. <laughs> but let me let me let me let me, let me, let me get uh, this foolishness from uh <laughs> from old boy right here first. Lawrence Taylor, okay, Tiki effing Barber. Tiki Barber. That couldn't hold on to the football. Well, he, uh, he learned once he to. learned how yeah, to hold he learned on to the football. He was great. He never dropped it again. Okay, so <laughs> LT Tiki, Tiki Barber. Uh and How many people is Mount Rushmore? 4 or 5? 4. 
Are you sure? I'm pretty sure Mount, around my, uh, Mount Rushmore was four people. You went to a good school, so I trust you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's four. So, yeah. uh, and my other two, I mean, I, it's like nobody else is really that, has been that stable of a giant. I can't believe you, I can't believe you didn't go LT Eli Manning. Eli Manning, I'm not putting in there. Wow, he doesn't make your New York Giants no. Mount Rushmore. No, oh, how could you not? Come on, Two just for longevity alone. Yeah, you know the guy. Guy was a rock. I don't care what yeah, you all say. Right, fine, but I, the, I, I don't love Eli. But I mean, he stepped on the field every stinking game. He is an um, Iron Man. Yeah, I, I mean, he had his ribs hurt. They were talking about him being out a month. He was in there in the very next game, playing full game. You know, you can say what you want, but it. His numbers across the board are pretty high ranking uh, on all of them. I, I don't love him because of his inconsistency. Right. But the fact that he's been there so long battling it out week in, week out, uh, I, I mean, he's got to be close you, you, to that. You're, you're right because by default he almost has to be in the Mount Rushmore because there's no stable giant in my so, time of living. LT, Tiki, Eli. And I'll go, imagine this, Amani Tum. I no, can't there's think a of a couple of guys you're missing. Who? Uh, Shockey wasn't there long well, enough. Well, no, this is this is this is this is Ventures, New York Giants. Oh, Mark Bavaro. You don't remember, you don't remember Mark Bavaro? Well, because Mark Bavaro was good for one year. Well, my dad made it seem like it was more than that. Yeah, because Giant fans, they, the blue collar thing with Bavaro, they love it. You <laughs> they know, like, he saying? loved Bavaro. So, because yeah. uh, I can't think is of Bavaro, a steady was Mark Giant. Bavaro Italian. Yeah, Bavaro. That's, 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 that's definitely that, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely. why. <laughs> he had the black under his eyes. Like, oh yeah, yeah, he was like hard. Rambo. Rambo. Oh, yeah, 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 he was Sick. right from a Staten Island construction. Oh, he was side. perfect for the yeah. Giants. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was perfect. Just right, right the there. You know what I'm saying? Because like Odell and say Odell, nobody wants him on that Mount Rushmore. I don't anyway. understand that, but he's still uh, still uh, a, a young player. Yeah. Oh, Strahan. Yes, very good. Alex. LT Alex Strahan. Strahan has to be there. Eli and Strahan. LT Strahan. Eli, Eli and Tiki. And Tiki. That works for me. LT Strahan. Eli and Tiki. Tiki. Yeah, right, that's not bad. You can't put Saquon I wouldn't yet. Put t- I wouldn't put Tiki Barber on that. Well, that's you know Saquon's gonna go over that list. spot. Saquon's gonna take over that spot all in right. like five years. All right, wait, what, what, what do we got? Jim Lawrence Taylor, Eli Manning. Who are the other two? Uh, Harry Carson and Michael Strahan. Harry Carson and Michael. Harry Carson, huh? Michael Strahan, the guy from Good Morning America? Yeah, that same guy. Yeah. I mean, he's... He's also the guy who has legend. the most sacks in one single season in the history of the NFL. So, you yeah, know, that Brett, guy. When, oh, you're talking about that play when Brett Favre yeah. laid down? he gave there? him that sack. That was I don't care whether he did. He still had 21 and a half <laughs> other sacks. You're right. I mean, listen, he was, he's got to be there. He's a legend. He's a legend. A giant legend. Hey, let me get a, 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 a Washington football team fan on the horn, 844-843-6879. I want a Washington football team's fan to give me their D.C. football, Mount Rushmore, 844-843-6879. Huh? Is there such a thing? They got, they got, don't they have three Super Bowls? Or two? Joe Gibbs has to be there. Let's not, the coach. Do, let's not do them for you. You didn't put Bill Parcells, nor did Jim put Bill Parcells. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't go coaches. I was going players. I guess, yeah. But Bill what, Parcells is one players they got? my favorite yeah, coach besides, of all time. Hmm? Like, what players they well, got? Well, let, let a D.C. sports fans do that. You know what I'm saying? 844-843-6879. If I was a D.C. football fan, I would go, oh, Jesus. Well, they won the Super Bowl a lot in, like, the 70s and 80s, right? 80s? You would have to put one of the offensive linemen on that joint. You have to put one of the hogs on that joint. Joe Jacoby, Mark Mann. Oh, the hogs, yeah. It's hard. It's, it's, gee, is it? Well, you got to put all uh, Daryl Green, Art Monk, uh, a member of the O line, Daryl Green, Art Monk, and then you do Joe Theismann. 
I don't think. Do you do? How about John Riggins? Yeah, I'll be, John, yeah, yeah, John Riggins. Yeah, I, I, listen, I don't, I don't root for the team. I despise the team. You yeah. know what I'm Doug saying? Doug Williams. Uh, Doug Williams, man. See, I, how many good seasons did Doug Williams have? Obviously, the Super Bowl was a big game. You know what I'm saying? But Doug Williams was not like a great Washington quarterback. Yeah, I got to look that up because I don't know. Ooh, Sean Taylor. But Sean Taylor would have been a legend. Yeah, he but he wasn't a legend. Yeah. He'd have been the greatest, one of the greatest. He hit so hard. I never seen a safety son, hit that remember hard. Remember me flipped the punter in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> in the Pro Bowl, son flipped the punter in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> he was so vicious that he had to destroy the punter. <laughs> matter for any, matter for anybody want to call in with their team's Mount Rushmore telephone numbers eight four four eight four three sixty eight seventy nine fantasy football frenzy. A couple days before the AFC and NFC championship games. As we get ready for the 53rd edition of the Super Bowl, Maroon 5 at halftime of the Super Bowl. Oh, God. You kidding me? Yeah, Maroon I'm, 5. That's who it is. The NFL is the, NFL, they really, the NFL is the BFF. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't they realize it's grown men that watch this halftime show and not little kids? Yeah, but how many times are they going to invite Bruce Springsteen? I don't want Bruce Springsteen, but crap, I don't care. As far as I'm, I'm concerned, uh, it's just I want to you could you could do Bruno Mars every season. I Bruno Mars is great. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let me hear your Mount Rushmore. It's the frenzy. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Turn it up, Bavona. Let's go, Vin. Let's go, Venture. Think yeah. around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. See, I, 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 I like to backtrack. You, you can take off the singing part. Jimmy was about to get into it. We was about me and Venture was about to start flowing, Jim. Yeah. When you was playing the air drum yesterday, you didn't see you ain't see us harassing you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving you my opinion. That's all. Hey, uh, some big news coming across the wire right oh, now. Have you guys seen it? It could be game changing. It must be about what we got. My bookie or Bet DSI? No, it's not. The DailyRoto.com partnership uh, with Data Golf is back for 2019 with all new premium fantasy golf and betting tools. Check out the all new lineup optimizer with custom settings and advanced grouping, customizable projections for FanDuel and DraftKings, ownership projections, PGA finish probabilities, and simulator. Wow, I love those simulators. Outright and top 20 market betting tools, head to head and free ball betting tools, PGA pro tip, subscriber chat, and more. Go to DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, choose Golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. That's right. DailyRoto.com, click on Go Premium, click on Golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. Ooh, got to get that 10%. All right, Jim is enthusiastic about DFS Golf, and you can win a couple dollars doing that. The best place to help you do that is the homies over at DailyRoto.com. So, Doug Williams. What about Doug Williams? Not very good. Didn't well, he, had, he, had, he played it. He was like a good season. 
He didn't even play that much for the Redskins. He played like one year for the Redskins. And he won the Super Bowl. That one year? Yeah. 15 touchdowns, 12 picks. He played half a 30. season. Somebody got hurt. He came in. Yeah. And he was hurt the year before that with the Redskins and the year after, apparently, because yeah. he didn't play many games. And now, he played for Tampa a lot. Yeah, he did well in Tampa. He, he, I think he was in the part of the Tampa's front office for a little bit. Now he's a, now he's a henchman for Dan Snyder <laughs> out there in D.C. Uh, we don't have a D.C. Uh, representative on the telephone, but we do got my man Steve in Philadelphia. Before we get to Steve right quick, I, I want to ask you guys, and I guess – no, I remember a couple years ago. It was around this time of year because I remember it was brick-ass cold outside. So I got to connect with a company, right, that do um, focus groups, right? So I legit, like, got a homeboy that don't have a gig. Like, he do focus groups for a living. Some of these focus groups, you go in there, whatever, some company pitching a product, and they want to, like, get, like, thoughts from people that's in the demographic that they're pitching the product to. So mm-hmm. I went down, you know, they had these joints in the city. You might get like 200 bucks, $150, something like that. You know what I'm saying? You go sit in there for an hour. A focus group. You get what I'm talking I've, about. I've been to focus groups, yes. You've done it before, too. Yes. Yeah. For cash. Yeah, 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 for cash. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they have any, I don't think they have any for sex. Well, no, no. <laughs> but they might have some for sex toys. <laughs> they did very, you know what? You're right, Jim. They could have some. Sex toys, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I could just show them my closet. Ah, Jim, that's Jim. something else. Jim, Jim, Jim. <laughs> Jim. The viewership just got cut in half. I like leather. What can I tell you? All right, Jim, that's enough, please. <laughs> so, I remember when I was down, this is like two years ago, there was, uh, I was meeting with uh, the people from Gillette. Yeah. They were rolling out a new ad by, it was something around Tom Brady and LeBron James, whatever, some, something like that. So now... Yesterday was a whole bunch of stuff on the internet about this Gillette commercial. Um, did you see anything with this Jet commercial, Gillette, this razor ad from Gillette um, Venture that people was like, "Oh, this ad is like anti-men." No, I didn't see it. <clears throat> Tell me about it. Well, more or less, the commercial is like, you know, when little boys are fighting on the schoolyard, mm-hmm. don't just let them fight and say boys to be boys. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like. When Susie from accounting is walking down the hallway, don't smack her on the butt. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's a little, di- that's a little further. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Well, Susie likes it. <laughs> <laughs> Still, you know what I'm saying? When you go out on your lunch break and there's a pair of nice legs walking down the street, don't be like, yo, Brilliant. baby, yo, yeah. baby, yo. Yeah. And people, Jim, were like, you know, venture people were like, oh, my God, this, they're, they're taking away masculinity. Yeah. And I was like, they just be, they just like, don't be a. A, a, a dick, you know what I'm saying? Well, well, you're hollering at girls and smacking their butt. That could be sexual harassment. You know what yeah, I mean? I would probably want to stay away from that. But boys fighting in the schoolyard, yeah, let boys be boys and let them fight. When I have a son, I'm going to be like, yo, you better kick his ass. Yeah. Otherwise, you ain't coming back home. I'm going to kick your you ass myself. You don't think that's toxic masculinity? No. 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 You need to be tough. Life's tough. People die. There's tragedies. Things happen. And there's always going to be something bad that happens in your life. You got to be ready to deal with it. You got to be tough. If you're not tough, you ain't getting nowhere. Hmm. You're going to be crying all your whole but life. But that's the thing. See, the commercial is like, that's toxic masculinity. I don't but think I don't so. think you would take offense to a commercial, hey, right? Hey, Corey, no. is, is, it, is it wrong to call diapers in advance of Chris having kids? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going too far as a, you know, as a people with this. Too sensitive. We're getting too sensitive. I, I, I agree. It just, I don't think there's much to be sensitive about here. 
Mm -hmm. you know, like I said, the, the kids fighting and, you know, boys will be boys. Yeah, that's going to happen, man, you know? Yeah. I don't think you should be like, oh, no, you can't fight. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to fight. It happens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the kids, but why are we talking kids. about a commercial anyway? Let's get past this garbage. <laughs> Jim, I'm trying to set something up, Jim. He's trying to set yeah, something up. Yeah, well, okay. Set, set it up faster. Oh. Maybe, Jim, you got somewhere to go, Jim? Maybe, maybe, maybe I should leave. You got leave. something to do? Maybe, maybe, maybe I should <laughs> no, leave. No, it's just we're doing exactly what they want us to do, and then we're talking about their commercial. It's a freaking commercial for shave, shavers. Who gives a crap? I was going to ask Jim his opinion, but he doesn't give a crap. 844-843-6879. Let me get the homie Steve in Philadelphia. He has a Philadelphia Eagle Mount Rushmore. Please do not put Nick Foles on this thing. <laughs> nah, Corey, nah, nah. Uh, respect to y'all. Love the program. Yo, yo, what up, uh, Steve? What's good with you? Quick, I, hey, I just wanted to tell y'all, uh, and, and Corey, you're going to love this. I actually originally looked up this show and found it like a year and a half ago nice. because I was very disappointed with Fabs and, and the stuff that he puts on NFL Network. <laughs> my man Fabs, Michael Fabiano. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Now he goes into his offseason, the Fabiano offseason where he's really hanging out with celebrities and going to Laker games and <laughs> going to Ram games and Just snoozing chilling? up with LeBron. Not get, not Couldn't tell you anything about the NFL draft. <laughs> couldn't grade one prospect. Probably ain't watched one minute of college football. You know what I'm saying? But he'll be sitting up there with, sitting up there with his tight-ass suit on talking trash. <laughs> right next to Steve A. Smith, who does the exact same freaking thing. Jim, don't, don't, don't do that, Jim. The Stephen A. Smith, one of the most dynamic broadcasters oh, in the sports on. industry has ever garbage. seen. I like his energy. You got to like his energy, though. So what? He's got energy. He's got no knowledge. But he has no idea what the heck he's saying. In football, he, you know, he's got to work on that, yeah, for sure. That's interesting. <laughs> Steve, I, just, Steve don't, don't, Jim's in a bad mood. He, he was with the BFFs earlier, that's why. Well, we got, Steve, let me hear this Philadelphia Eagle Mount Rushmore because I'm sure I'm going to find some disagreements, but I do want to thank you for rocking with your boys the past year and a half. Dawkins got to be there. Uh, no, yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll start there because uh, you know, cl the closer brought it up. I was going to save him for later, but definitely Dawkins. Okay, uh, so Brian Dawkins. Let me tell you one. Let me tell you something about he's Brian awesome. Dawkins. Right, quick about Brian Dawkins. I remember a couple years ago, bad memory for me. Cowboys were playing the Eagles last game of the season. The winner was going to be the division champion and go to the playoffs or something like that. Eagles beat the Cowboys 40-6, to six, one of the worst games of Tony Romo's career. Mm -hmm. Brian Dawkins led the Fly Eagle Fly chant. That place was jamming. Jumping, right? It was jamming, and I was like, oh, he is like the heart and soul yeah. of this team right here. Yeah, so, yeah, B-Dawk, uh, Steve, is, is B-Dawk is a Philadelphia Eagle Mountain Rushmore member. Who else we got? Uh, I was going to start with the throwback because I like how Chris was talking about things getting a little too sensitive. I, get, I agree with that. So we got to stick to a man's man, Concrete Charlie. Mm -hmm. He's got to be in there. Chuck B got to be a part of the list. I don't see. Uh, here's the thing, son, Steve. You ever seen you ever seen Chuck B play? I never did. I don't. Listen, I'm a. I I understand. I never saw him play, but I, I'm a historian. I okay. have to give you know pay homage to the people that came before. Plus, I know Cowboys fans like yourself don't like to agree with this, but he was a part of the team that was the only championship team to beat Vince Lombardi. I get that it's not a Super Bowl, all of that. But when you beat the guy who the Super Bowl trophy is named after, and you're the only ones to do it, you got you got to give him that. Chuck Chuck B. Brian Dawkins. So far, I don't have no beef. Okay. Reggie well, White. 
Reggie White. You consider Reggie White a, a Philadelphia Packer? Eagle or a Green Bay Packer? He's an Eagle. Everybody in Philly will tell you he's an Eagle. Right quick. Um, right, hold not on. only that, look at – Go on one second, Steve. Okay, go ahead. Jim, you be the judge. Reggie White, Eagle or a Packer? Oh, he, yeah, both, but Eagles definitely. Okay. He's considered an Eagle any, to any Philadelphia fan anyway. We got Brian Dawkins, we got Chuck Chuck B, and we got – um. Uh. Yeah. Dawkins. Oh, boy, you just said. Um, yeah, Reggie White, Reggie White. Reggie, Reggie White, I'm sorry. Reggie White. He played, yeah, like eight seasons with the Real Eagles quick. and six with the Packers. Real quick about Reggie, though. This is how I look at it. He made his legacy as an Eagle. He cemented it getting the Super Bowl in Green Bay. Plus, if you look at the 87 season, he had, like, what, 21 sacks in, like, 12 games. That's crazy. Philadelphia yeah, he Eagles, did. That Eagle team should have won the Super Bowl in 87. They ran into that Fog Bowl. Well, whatever year the Fog Bowl was, yeah, the, the Eagles should have won the Super right. Bowl that year. They were the best team in the Dude, NFL. This guy had double-digit sacks every single year he played right. except for you two. Couldn't, couldn't be. That's, insi- you, that's they, insane. They, 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 they had to, you had to put the whole line on that yeah, side. Yeah, he's a, a monster. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely All right, what's, who's the final member? Is it going to be Jaws? Negative. It's going to be the guy who took Jaws' job. My, my favorite Eagle of all time, I still think he's the best quarterback in franchise history, Randall Cunningham. Randall yeah, Cunningham. good choice. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about that because he would be my choice for number four. Randall I agree. Cunningham was a flat out beast. Nobody was yeah, doing in the NFL with Randall Cunningham. I got a Randall Cunningham throwback jersey. He had a long career, this dude, huh? As Randall you Cunningham. should, as you should. I do too. I got the, the, the green throwback. I got is the one that got the Jerome Brown patch. Oh, that's the oh, dope man, one right got, there. Yeah, you got the the big one. Nice. Yeah, you got it from Mitchell and Ness. Yeah. It's a good Philadelphia guy right you there. Yeah, I know. Philly's own Mitchell and Ness, of course. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Hey, son, I've been to Mitchell and Ness plenty of times too, son. You know what I'm saying? I guess Cunningham's they, better. They, they, they love me on. I'm, the, I'm, I'm like another version of the Broad. They love me on Broad Street, Steve. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's yeah, up. Hey, Cunningham was doing something that nobody else was doing at a time when it right. wasn't fashionable. I don't know if he's better than Mc. Uh, yeah, I guess he's better. I than think McNair. he's better. He's played I longer than Mc. Better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't sleep. Oh, but it's but close. Here's the thing with Eagle fans. Eagle fans disrespect Donovan oh, he's McNabb. Saying, he's going to tell us right Go ahead. No, no, listen, listen, listen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just bring clarity to the situation. The reason why I put Randall in there, because you got to remember something. For three straight years, think about this. Three straight years, he led the Eagles in rushing. And one of those years, mm-hmm. he was actually top ten. He was like eighth and ninth in the whole league. This is like a golden era running back. You had Barry, Emmett, Thurman, Thomas. Mm-hmm. He was top ten in among studs, you feel me? So, and then on top of that, doing it for your team three consecutive years. I mean, personally, I think uh, Joe Montana's second MVP, they robbed Randall of it because he had more combined yards, more touchdowns. Is that 1990? And then, like, if you just look at the disparity in talent, fact. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think, I think personally, he, they gave, they kind of gave, the. Re- I'm an Eagles fan, so I'm a little bit biased, but I think that the same way they gave Brady MVP last year over Wentz, despite Wentz, you know, Playing better competition. Wentz was, Wentz, Wentz was hurt. Son. Wentz got hurt down. He the missed stretch. some games. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I understand that, but what I'm saying is this: if you look at common opponents, all the common opponents that they both played last year, they both lost to Kansas City. Wentz had the better game. Uh, they beat Carolina, whereas though the Patriots didn't. If you look at the common opponents, mm-hmm. Wentz had better games, and I value touchdowns. When you have more touchdowns and less games. That speaks to winning. I get it, Brady threw for all the yards and stuff, but even if you look at their division, competition matters. Yeah. 
No, listen. That, so, I agree with you I, on that. I, I agree with you. Point. So somebody and you know what? It actually makes sense. The Randall Cunningham thing. I agree. 1990. Randall Cunningham threw for 3,500 yards, 30 touchdowns, 30 picks. That's not including rushing for 940 yards and five other touchdowns. Donovan McNabb went to five NFC championship. That's games. what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I'm just talking about that year. Maybe he did get snubbed. Oh, yeah, no, 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 not yeah. I can see that. That was a monster. I, year. I, I, I can see that. He's probably guys didn't one. do that. He rushed for 940 yards. Guys did not. Vic wasn't there yet. Jim, you know Ron McNabb took that franchise to five NFC Championship games. Andy Reid could be on that mountain rush yeah. too. Yeah, he can. Yep, he totally could. And McNabb, I get the point. But, you know, the fact is, it, with, with McNabb, at that point, they had such a good all-around team. Uh, all the way around. I, I mean, yeah. they, they had... They defense. had it all. Good defense, good offensive line, you know, good players in pretty much every stock position. So, yeah, I, I get what McDab did in his history. But, again, it, you know, Cunningham just totally changed, you know, what quarterbacks could do on the field. And for me, that always gets top-notch. Mm. Hey, Steve, good phone call. Let me ask you one yeah. last question. No love for Terrell Owens? <laughs> Listen, man, I, it's going to – Corey, I promise you, I can't make this up. I could get my homie. I could get my dad who could verify this information. I was on the T.O. bandwagon. Personally, he was the better player than McNabb. Like, he was a top three receiver. McNabb wasn't even – he was good. You could argue he was maybe the bottom of the top ten of quarterbacks. I said at the time, back in 06, when all this was really going down, I said, listen, if we can't come to an agreement, we let McNabb go. And the person that I, and I'm not making this up, I said it at the time. I said the person we should target is Drew Brees because if you remember in San Diego, he had the he shoulder, had the shoulder situation mm-hmm. going yep. on. They had they had Rivers. So I said you get you an accurate quarterback to pair with your stud receiver, and you make it an incentive based contract based upon health and performance. And then if he meets those things, he gets his bonuses. And then we restructure the contract. Had we did that, we still would have had Drew Brees. And at the time. McNabb had more perceived market value than Breeze because, like you said, all right. the conference championships, he had the stronger arm. So Breeze was young. That made sense. Mm-hmm. Get him for the cheap. Right. He was younger, and he was more accurate. So I said, you know what? People don't give T.O. this, too. Everybody likes to talk about he divides the locker room. Nobody likes to talk about the stuff he, that he's right about and the stuff that oh, other he was right about, the locker room He was right about Jeff with. Garcia? He said Jeff Garcia was a bum. He was right about Jeff Garcia. He had some good years. Though. He was right about Drew. Br- I mean, Drew. Uh, what's Drew Bledsoe? He told Bill Parcells. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He told Bill Parcells, Drew Bledsoe don't need to be this team starting quarterback. He need to be Tony Romo. T.O. was spot. T.O. no quarterbacks better than anybody. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he knows was, the game. He was always right when it came to quarterback. But here's my thing. But that's my point. T.O. should not be in this conversation. He's not an eagle at all. He played for the Eagles he had one a year. Hall of basically. Fame career in, in like his two years in Philadelphia is Hall of Fame. Not, well, one of those years he played seven games. You can't, you can't. Yeah, but that wasn't his fault. He got benched, and that was because of the the fiasco in the locker room. Which at the end of the day, mm-hmm. a little bit more blame. Andy Reid's my guy, but he needs to take some blame for that because you're supposed to be a leader of men. You're supposed to shut it down, and if and y'all can't come to an agreement, he was the better player. I get that you drafted McNabb and all that, but we got those conference games and lost. Let me hop in right That's, here. Yeah, I feel you. Let me hop in right here. And it's, a good, it's a good call, he Steve. Did. The backstory is after the whole thing went down and they, and, they, and they sent him home and they more or less told him he wasn't going to be welcome back, he called Andy Reid. He had a one-on-one phone call with Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid said, you know what? Listen, we can work this out. I'm going to bring you back. He went to the owner. He went to the owner. He went to Donovan McNabb. Owner and Donovan McNabb told him, let him go. 
Wow. There you go right there, Philadelphia Eagle. And that's Washington, why they don't have a DC shit. Washington, D.C. is up next. We got a D.C. Mount Rushmore coming up. Uh, let me get a 49er fan, a Texan fan, something. 844-843-6879 is the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah, that old yeah. school. Yeah. This is uh, Triumph, one of Jim Day's favorites. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Tell Jim Day's Mount Day. Rushmore. Jim Day putting it. <laughs> yeah, it's the sister's yeah. favorite Wu Tang song. I like it. <laughs> Bomb atomically. Turn it up for Jim. Jim, let me see you feel it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> I like the beat. It's a good beat. There I got go. no problem with it. There you go, Jim. So it's not until they open their mouths. Jim, why don't you uh, tell us a little something about uh, Bet DSI? Oh, let's see. We could probably do that. If you like to wager on sports or never have and would like to try, head on over to BetDSI. They have wagering options for almost any sport you can think of, including sides, totals, and player props, where you can utilize your daily fantasy skills without salary cap constraints. You can even wager on esports, politics, and reality TV. Want that next Bachelor? You can go bet for it. Or get an edge with live betting at BetDSI, where you can wager virtually any time during a contest, capitalizing on in-game circumstances. There are so many ways you can make money. Use the promo code FNTSY101 when signing up and get a 100% bonus deposit match. That's right, 100% bonus deposit match. So head on over and open your account at BetDSI. That's promo code FNTSY101 to get your 100% bonus deposit match. There you go right there. Shout out to the good people at BetDSI.com. Yang, what the hell are you doing in here? Yang in here taking selfies. I'm trying to do a radio yeah, show. <laughs> Instagram. Yang, I see Yang, Yang sitting over there like, yo, 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 we that shit. Yeah. <laughs> his Instagram fans right now. Yeah. That's my main man, my Yang man. Um, <laughs> I, I know we got the homie Greg online, so I'm about to hop. I'm about to hop on and holler at Greg. If you had a fifth spot, now nobody in here roots for the Philadelphia Eagles, but just nope. as NFL guy, if you I had got a, a fifth spot, if I you had a fifth spot, spot for the Eagles. I was going to give you all – okay, Jim, give me your fifth spot. Hey, the only guy they've ever made a movie about, Vince Papali. Oh, uh, Invincible. How could he not be on there? He turned, that, he turned that team around. They were a bunch of losers before he came in. They looked like they were going to be a bunch of losers again until all of a sudden he got his head on and started making plays, and all of a sudden this team turned around and went to the playoffs, all because of him. That's right, crazy. There goes a vote for Vince Papali for spot five. Who gets spots? Who you think spot five? I was saying Hugh Douglas, but I don't know. I don't know if the body of work is enough. Okay. I don't know like a ton of Eagles law, but I know uh, Jerome, Jerome Brown, uh, Keith Jackson. 
It never had no wide receivers. They had oh. for a long time. They had James Trash and, and Todd Stinkston. You can even put. I, it's hard to put an offensive lineman, but Peters. Oh, did, so oh, how could you not? How put could you not Peters? put Jason Peters? Peters right? No, Lashawn McCoy said Jason Peters is the best player in the NFL. Dude, he's the best, yep. most consistent tackle in the NFL I've ever seen. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, so I can't consistent. put him down. He's definitely one of the best. Yeah, but listen, <laughs> Harold Carmichael. Oh, Harold Carmichael, another great choice. I like that. Yes. But just, I'll be honest with you. If you had a a plus one for the Philadelphia Mount Rushmore, I think it would even have to go to Andy Reid or Don McNabb, Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Because he won a Super Bowl. He won a chip. And that's the. And he went on like the run of runs to and almost did it again. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was scared, I wouldn't son. say almost. So when they was up 14 nothing, I was like, oh, God, please don't let this happen. Yeah. <laughs> right? I saw you know, him losing best. late in the game. I'm like, oh, my son, God. When, 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 when Foles threw that pick, I was like, you thought the Cowboys won. That's how happy I was. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a hater like that, but I just can't deal with their fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, they're the worst. Fans. I, I love. Look, I, I love. I, I had an animated conversation on Twitter last night with a couple of people about, uh, you know, the Foles thing, and you know, everybody saying, "Oh, yeah, no, you got to go with, you know, with Wentz." And I get that, but the the fact of the matter is, the fact that the team had to come out before the playoffs really got started and say that they were going to release Foles uh, in the off season, no matter what was almost like they, they getting out in front of their fans saying, I don't care what he does. He's not going to be here next year because Walt Carson Wentz is our guy. Yeah, they spend money on um, him. Yeah, they, but well, no, I, they I understand that. Money but, the fact that but the fact that they came out and said that while the guy was still trying to get them into the playoffs and through the playoffs about him yeah, they just goes that. to show they were trying to cut the controversy before it even started. But now they're starting to backtrack. Oh, we'd love to have Foles on our team again next year. But, you know, he's got that option where he could buy out. I think it only costs him like $2 million to buy out because he wants to start somewhere. But we'd love to have him on our team next year if it's possible. They can't go back I love how they backtrack. Yeah, you can't do that. (laughs) But it's crazy how they win the Super Bowl, only Super Bowl they ever won. And they had those great teams with McNabb that could have won a Super Bowl and should have won a Super Bowl. And there's random Super Bowl. And you're probably never going to see an Eagle from this Super Bowl team on Mount Rushmore. Is there anybody yeah, you know on what, this though? current team that would make a Mount Rushmore? How about, I, I mean, hey, look, I think we could put Nick Foles' package on Mount Rushmore. Oh, stop it with this Nick Foles and his, <laughs> and his junk. My God. If I hear about Nick Foles' penis one more time, I'm just, <laughs> cut it out. All right? Why is the David lifting in front of you? Corey? Somebody in the chat wrote nine inch Nick. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough, y'all. 844 Hey, to Corey, that's just a snack. <laughs> hey, stop it, Jim. <laughs> um, let me holler at my man Greg in uh Greg is in Texas, but he's a Dallas, but he's a Washington football fan. What up, Greg? What's going on, Corey? Hail to the Redskins. Oh, yuck. <laughs> Son, I can't with the DC yes, football sir. team. I can't. You know, I don't hate like, him. I don't I hate despise him. And, 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 and it's a, not a racist logo. The logo is not racist. It's you, a beautiful you, logo. You say that because you're a fan of the team. The reason why the fans don't want to lose the logo why? is because the fans don't want to lose the Hail to the Redskins song. Is that really why? I guarantee you that's True. why. They love the Hail to the Redskins song. But they play it once because they only score one touchdown a year. <laughs> a song you hear once a season. You know what I'm saying? Put, let me ask you this. As okay, DC, I'll give you that one. As a D.C. football fan, you got to feel good about uh, guys. You're strong across the front in the offensive line. You're strong on the defensive line. You thought the secondary was going to be better. 
This is a playoff team next year, in my opinion. If they can stay healthy. If they can stay healthy. Uh, not they need not with the coach. Not with Manuski. Not with the and, and with the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, the quarterback's totally crippled. You got a quarterback. Uh, no, you I don't think you, no, you do. You got he Colt. ain't coming back. You got Colt McCoy. Oh, Colt. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Come on, Colt. Come on. I guarantee no you somewhere that Corey has underwear that has pictures of Colt McCoy. <laughs> Colt Telling you, you got Colt McCoy, the best quarterback in the history of Texas football, non-professional. That's it. College. Exactly. I would rather go back to RG3 rather go with Colt. Wow. I'm hearing that. Wow. Ooh, that's, that's some crazy. smoke right there. I-, I, can see, I can see D.C. jumping in on the Nick Foles uh, thing, though. And I can see Derek Carr being a D.C. quarterback, too. I wouldn't like Carr in, in D.C. That'll be good. Well, hey, what, what, what's, who is this calling? Yeah. Hey, what's your problem? What's your beef with Gruden? I think Gruden's doing an okay job. Uh, well, not Gruden. It's that the whole Dan Snyder thing. Joe Gibbs should, should own, that, own that freaking team. I mean, Snyder, since he walked in the 90s, pff, it's been a joke. Especially with Bruce Allen as well. Like, yeah, come Bruce on. Allen, that we thing need with Bruce new front office, new people. And, yeah, it's no way. It's, we're going to get stuck. We're going to be 0-16 next, next year. I wouldn't go. You're not going to be 0-16. You got Darius guys. <laughs> you, you're strong on both sides of the trenches. I think Gruden's a – I think Gruden is not your problem. Uh, Dan Snyder. Snyder. Your Snyder. Problem. Yeah. You know, no. But, yeah, whatever. There's nothing you can do about that at yeah. this point. But um, yeah, give me just the problem. next Jerry Jones. Jerry, Jerry Jones won championships. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Jones, Jones got three. He hasn't won a championship and, since, yeah. since you started throwing body hits. Yeah, three and forty years. <laughs> that was a long time ago, Jim. What we got? Give me this. Give me this. Give me this. Uh, DC football Mount Rushmore. Okay, for me, like I'm gonna go coach, quarterback, running back, and defense, and whatever. The first one, I go Joe Gibbs. He's got to be right there. In the I front. think yeah. Joe, Joe Gibbs is championship. He's the George Washington. Yep. Joe Joe Gibbs is the engine that drives yes, the boat. He's a championship. Yes. Then I got QB. I grew up with watching Mark Rippin. He won the championship back in '91. I go I go Rippin. You can't put Mark. Then Rippin I go on Rigo. <laughs> you can't put I, I, Mark I, I, Rippin I, I, on. But it's your it's your Mount Rushmore. So who's Mark Rippin? It's cra- <laughs> crazy quarterback that won the football. DC beat. <laughs> Buffalo in a Super Bowl in Minnesota, and Mark Rippon was the quarterback. It's real like a weird. backup that came in or something like no, that. No, he was their quarterback. They, they, they were the Trent best. Edwards. They, no. but they that they were they were, they were the best team in the NFL from no. the from week one to the Super Bowl that year. They were the best team in the NFL, hands down. Mm. That's a that's a tall feat. And that's a damn year. The Cowboys went one and fifteen, and, and the only right. one the, the, the only, only victory was against was Washington. Against wow! Right. On Sunday night, on Sunday night football. Yeah. Damn it. What year are we talking here? 1991. Yeah. 91. Yeah, they went 14 and 2. All right, so Joe uh, Gibbs. I don't know how you can take the... Mark Ripon over Joe Theismann, though. That's I just wild. don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's his Mount Rushmore. Uh, so we no, got Gibbs. Right. It's his Mount Rushmore. We got Ripon. All right, who else? And I put, uh, I'm going to use that space for three little spots for the posse. Clark, okay. Sanders, and Monk. I like that. The, the, the posse, the fun bunch, the jumping up and down in the back of the end zone. I can do that. Okay. okay. Yeah, when the Redskins had it, actual receivers, not like these bunch of jokes we have right now. Do you know <laughs> uh, M- M- Michael Thomas was selected after Josh Doxson? 
Yeah. Yes. Big mistake. Just just goes to show you that they they still can't uh, predict what players are going to do in the NFL. Oh, you know what? They matter of fact, DC's had bad luck drafting because y'all had y'all Doxon was a bust. Yeah. Who was that? That other pretty boy they had. Recently, I remember one year they drafted two wide. They had that tight end Fred Davis, and who was the two wide receivers they drafted around the same time? They drafted Fred Davis. My, they stunk. I don't know. They're in the Canadian League now, or something. They, they probably yeah. No they, they they play in the Canadian League. Who's the final member of your DC final uh, DC football final uh, round Rushmore? The almighty Sean Taylor. I got. I, 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 yeah, I don't have no problem with Sean Taylor. It's just the, the career is so short. The career was so short, but when he was out there, it was like, oh my lord, you know, it's scary. I'm yeah, it was, people yeah. were scared. You wouldn't yeah. go across the middle. No, son, you didn't want. You didn't want to go. Didn't want to be on the field yeah. with him. Period. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Something was wrong. And I'll make another period. hole for a big for the Hogs. Boom. Uh, and then you got a spot for the Hogs. There you go, right there. The hey, hogs, yeah. My man. I think, listen, I, I, I think, uh, Greg, I think. Um, Pretty solid besides the ripping. I think you'll be satisfied with it next, with, with the product next year, and Darius Geis is going to be a fantasy But they have no quarterback. Asset. I'm telling you, they're going to have a quarterback. We still don't know if uh, Alex Smith is even going to come back. What if he does? Yeah, I feel like Alex Smith's never coming back. Well, we don't like know that it. yet. Well, Theismann never came back. I hope not. Oh, he said, I hope not. Wow. The Eisman never came back. Yeah. They're, they're, they're on the hook. Hopefully, like, hopefully yeah, but they're, they're so back. much better at it now, Chris, than they were when That's Dyson true. Had That's it. true. That's true, too. Things it, have changed. Saw, look, Alan Hearns was like, I can play next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> he ain't probably going to play again either. Yeah, I mean, he was a bust. Well, look too. how fast Hunter Henry came back. That's true, too. I hey. mean, they're, they're so much better at the medicine stuff now. So. Mm. Hey, Greg, thank you for your contribution. I will holler at yeah, you. 844-843-6879. Just got a message in the chat that Jalen Hurts is transferring to Oklahoma. Why would you wow, really? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be huge. Oklahoma. See, who, who is Jalen Hurts? <laughs> Jalen Hurts is the is the quarterback from Alabama that the Hawaiian kid that the that the Tua kid replaced. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, that's going to be huge. He's, he he should have went to Miami. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. you. That would have been I a great yeah. great mix there in Miami. Absolutely. Where do they play? <laughs> <laughs> they play in Miami. Coral, Coral Gables. The, the U needs a quarterback. They haven't had one in a U, long the U time. needs a quarterback. But if he's going to Oklahoma, then Oklahoma very well could have another Heisman Trophy winning. Uh, I hate Miami. Top pick, top 10 pick in the draft. It's all about the U, Jim. Um, so, listen. Ooh, how, how do you not? Wait, there's a good one. And Gregory Castillo just came up with it in the chat room. How about how do you not put in Antoine Randall? Uh Antoine Randall. How about um nah. Sanara, what's what's his uh um Sonaris. San, Santana Moss? Santana Moss. Who Santana else? Moss. Oh, wait. Yeah, they had, you know uh, when, when you have the, the, the other Jets, Laverne's Laverne's Coles. Coles. Yeah, Laverne's Both Coles. those guys were good for a second, for a second. on <laughs> both the Jets and the Redskins. <laughs> when you have to put the fans on your Mount Rushmore, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, well, you <laughs> got to put the hogs in the Mount Rushmore, yeah. <laughs> you were saying the Texans coffee what Mount Rushmore the Texans have? You That's it. Like, like David uh, Carr. Sean Watson. Uh, <laughs> be like, man, you have to do Hopkins. Yeah. You have to do J.J. <laughs> Watt. Watt, easy. Uh, yeah. Alfred Blue. Jonathan Joseph. <laughs> oh, no. Andre Johnson. Oh, Andre, Andre 3000. Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, Andre yeah, Johnson. Right. Arian Foster. Yeah, there's Frank Stanford. Yeah, Arian Foster. That's a good one. David Carr. Arian Foster gave me the best fantasy year I've ever had in my life in 2010. Man, yeah, him and Gronk won me so many damn championships. I had I had a team with I had a team with Arian Foster, Ray Rice, and Rob Gronkowski. 
Yeah. Killed, I had quite him. a few. I loved both of those guys. I miss Ray Rice, too. And, and Foster. Nobody else was believing in him. I, I owned them everywhere, and they crushed it for me. Absolutely. Texans. Well, Clinton Portis could go on to D.C. Mount Rushmore. Well, we're done with D.C. Yeah. Houston is Andre Johnson, J.J. Watt, Arian Foster. Jonathan Joseph. You might be able to put. You might legit be able to put DeAndre Hopkins on that joint now. Yeah. Already? I think you can. I think you yeah, can. Sure. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. It ain't going right. to be Matt Sharp. Remember they, remember they went to Matt Sharp house. The fans went to Matt Sharp house. <laughs> they did. He had threw a pick six, and they a group of fans got together, and they went to his crib. He wasn't, <laughs> wasn't playing with him, Jack. They was not playing with him. He became a – Jim, Matt Sharp was good for a lot of years, 4,000-yard passer. You know what I'm saying? He's but Jim, his, his – his last couple seasons in, in, in Houston, he was a, like, he should throw interception after interception after interception. Well, yeah. after that elbow injury, it seemed like everything went downhill from there. Once he hurt that elbow, it just yeah. seemed like he was never the same again. Yeah, he, Crazy, he, man. he fell apart. 2013. Wow, that's, that's DeAndre Hopkins, Andre Johnson, Arian Forster, and J.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're J.J. Watt guy? I mean, he gets hurt so much, though. That's the thing. Uh, but he oh, plays balls out he every does. time he's on the field. He, I love J.J. Watt. He's a Watt. difference maker, without a doubt. A playmaker and a super talent. But he just gets hurt so much. He's going to have a short career. Well, well, he's, an, he's another one that should be in the conversation for comeback player of the year. But he won't get it, of course, because no. of luck. But he should be in that conversation. I can mm-hmm. dig that. Mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson, Andrew Luck, and J.J. Watt should be the nominees for comeback player of the year. Totally agree. I'm with that. Luck's going to win it, though. Yeah, Luck. He is going to win too it. Much. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too good of a comeback. Luck, is probably, Luck might get MVP votes. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes should get pretty yeah, much all I, of them. He might get a vote or two, but, man, I can't see he anybody can't getting Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah. Not, not only was he MVP of the season, he's, he's in the conference championship, too. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, Breeze might get some. In, he's done it in the playoffs as well as regular season. And, yeah, it can't be Breeze either. Not the way they, they – at the end of the season, right. he didn't have to do much. It's got to be Mahomes. Yeah. It, there's literally no one else you could even make a case for unless you want to be controversial. Right. He, it's, a, it's almost unanimous. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, Mahomes had the year, son. You know 50 touchdowns. I mean, his, his first full year as a quarterback. 5,000 yards passing, 50 touchdowns. Man, the kid just had a I'm excited year. to see what, how he continues. You really can't go up from here. You can't do any better than what he's doing right now. You really can't. The league will adapt. <laughs> the league will adapt. But adversity. I don't know if you can adapt because he adapts already and it doesn't matter. That's true, too. No look past. But he has a blood moon to deal with and Tom yeah. Brady. No, no. Blood, but super fox blood moon. Super yeah, wolf. fox blood moon. Oh! That's no, going to be a great game. Super wolf blood moon. I'm sorry. Adversity super will strike. Wolf. What will Pat Mahomes do? Yeah. Fans, football friends, if we wrap them all, Goon Squad.